0: Welcome back to One More and We All Go. I'm Frank.
1: I'm Brad. What's going on, Brad? Living the dream, Frank, every day. How about yourself?
0: Same, only better. Only better. <laughs> so
1: it's just you and I again here in an intimate situation. Again.
0: Did we? It's not that we went through all of our friends. It's just really hard to schedule right three folks to to come
1: it's a hectic time of year for athletics and all of our friends and parents have kids in sports and so it's easier for you and i just to jump away and hop in here do something quick and get back down the road
0: and i i really enjoy the episodes just you and i
1: yeah i think we've been i've been learning something about you every week and uh i try to uh give some tidbits of my inner workings that i like to share with the world and Maybe they can learn something about
0: me if they're interested. Yeah. Speaking of inner, inner workings, he walks in my house tonight with his fly down. Yeah. Very first thing Shiloh uh, said to you. Hey, Brad, how's it going? It's your flies down. And what'd you
1: say? His eyes are up here. Absolutely. I'm just a piece of meat, like a fucking yeah, porterhouse I, walking in the door.
0: That's what I always say. Hey, kids, mm-hmm. porterhouse is coming.
1: Ten four. 22 so, ounces of meat.
0: So, uh, top of the show, Brad, we still have... Some larger sizes uh, of shirts available.
1: Ah, yes. And uh, the talker mentioned we have not got him his yet. And I said, well, come out the office. I have some there for you. And he never showed up. So balls in his court.
0: Yeah. And uh, was it uh, Goliath National Bank employee of the month? Mm Mm-hmm. He wanted wanted one. And, in fact, had his wife text my wife and still haven't uh, haven't got one to him.
1: Well, if you can be here in the next hour, we'll get him one.
0: Yeah. And if you are a, a skinny mini, we still have... I don't know, 90 shirts available. <laughs> <laughs> do you really? <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's, we probably have 60 years. So uh,
1: caller number 97 gets a free shirt now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what, what do you have on your agenda? What's your first hot
0: topic? Well, I wanted to bring up uh, a news story. Okay. And, you know, kind of treat it like the old, uh, old radio days, right. Come up with uh, a old news story and we chat about it. Old, yeah. Old that's PR a great way to go. So, um, so I'm going to read the story, and then uh, uh, I'll get your opinion on it, and then we'll we'll talk about it, all right?
1: Is it Toby Keith Dine?
0: No, but R.I.P. Toby Keith. Bless his heart. Did you ever meet him in your radio business? Yeah, I met him, uh, Guthrie's at River Ruckus. Red Solo is, Cup? Which is now going to Altoona. Oh, really? to be the River Ruckus. It's going to be at Adventureland. They're going to hold the concert in Adventureland. Well, that's going to hurt the town a little bit, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, Some revenue for the community? I think so. I think there's a lot of... I know the Fairboard... Really uh, took advantage of that uh, situation. Did a big promoter buy it out or what? No, they just, uh, I think there was a, I don't know if there was a disagreement. There was just grumblings The everybody wanted a piece of it and nobody wanted to contribute mm-hmm. anything. So he got offered to take it to Des Moines to Altoona. Cost a lot of money to put that shit on. It really, really does. So he's going to mm-hmm. make it over there. So Well, that's exciting. Yeah, I think it'll be uh, a great show. Yeah. Can you imagine listening to, Toby Keith or something in the wave pool? Hmm. Well, it, it, it'd
1: probably be just a good list to in the Nishnabatna, knee deep. Yeah. Waiting in your neighbor's piss.
0: <laughs> waiting in your neighbor's piss. Yeah,
1: that's all it is. Yeah. So, anyway, you had your Hot Topic news story. I apologize for interrupting.
0: Yeah. So, yes, I did uh, meet Toby Keith in uh, R.I.P., so. Yeah, bless his heart. So, uh, an inert rocket, the type used to carry nuclear warheads in World War II, was found in a garage in Washington state. Non exploded, I'd assume. Non exploded. Bellevue police in Washington responded Thursday to a report of a military grade rocket in the garage of a home in the city across from Lake Washington, uh, or across Lake Washington from Seattle. Police said that the Air Force Museum in Dayton, Ohio had called on Wednesday and wanted to uh, have it donated. Bomb squad members inspected uh, the rusting object and found it was a Douglas Air 2 Genie an unguided air-to-air rocket designed to carry a one-and-a-half-kiloton W-25 nuclear warhead. There was no warhead, and there was no rocket fuel. Essentially, it was just uh, an artifact with no explosive hazard. But still pretty cool to see. Found in a garage. Yeah, can you imagine? I mean, you're a farmer. You have to have found some pretty good stuff, which is what I wanted to to bring up.
1: Well, I've never found any military stuff. I found one war helmet after a flood. It was a metal war helmet. And I was trying to ask uh, our old buddy Wendell how old he thought it was just because he wore a Vietnam helmet. I didn't know anybody that wore any before that. Mm-hmm. And he said it could have been Vietnam era, but it was it was metal helmet. It had been smashed and deteriorated, but yeah, it washed up in the river when it flooded up there at Oakland. Really? And I've, I've got it hanging on the wall in the shop now. That's really the only war artifact I found. You know, we found some antlers and bones and stuff like that but uh, nothing real riveting
0: have you ever found an arrowhead
1: no i haven't i the guy down here garrett that collects a bunch of them i've i like to follow his facebook when he's finding them because brooks and i go down the river periodically and look around for stuff and a lot of broken glass that's about it
0: yeah how about you um when i was a kid uh i had a lot of friends so i used to dig holes in my yard Mm -hmm. and i found a cache of bottles Old, like, eight bottles from the 1800s. Hmm. And if you go to the Nishna Heritage Museum in downtown Oakland, there is a whole display of bottles I found. So, Green last... glass. Blue glass, all sorts of whiskey bottles.
1: Wasn't that a, a nurse or a funeral home right next door? It was, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, last week, we had to clean out my grandma's apartment. She moved to a nursing home, and I was there with some family members, and she had a whole stack of coins from the 1800s in there. Really? Uh, anywhere from like 1830
0: to 1890.
1: You get them? Uh, no, they went, they're going to sort through them to the estate, whatever. But um, they're still looking through them. But I picked up one that was 1891 dollar 50 cent piece. And it was rated like 180 bucks. Yeah. I just Google image it and it came up at 180 bucks. But I didn't, there were some that were worn down really bad. And, Something um, in your pocket? No, nah, I didn't. Right. There was, I mean, there's probably, you know, one measuring cup full of them. So I don't know how much they'll come out of them. But it was interesting to find. I mean, that's probably the oldest ones I've found.
0: Yeah, but the I measuring didn't find cups, them. I just got them. Measuring cups differ. So, how big of a measuring cup?
1: No, one cup. One cup. Okay. Yeah, just one cup of coins. So, I mean, there's probably 20, 30 of them in there.
0: Do you collect anything weird like that? Hmm.
1: Uh,. I was trying to get a penny from every state at one point or a quarter. I can't remember what it was when I was in high school. Yeah. Cause I also had a lot of friends. <laughs> no, I, and so I had a stack of quarters and I got to like four states. I'm like, mm, that's all I can get. <laughs>
0: Just four quarters.
1: Yeah. Something like they that. They
0: made a book when we were in high school, didn't they? were, cause that's about time they started doing state issued quarters or state quarters. And now they're throwing anything. I think I have a quarter now.
1: They, a weird collection. I don't know if it's a collection, but memorials, uh, Funeral bulletins. Mm-hmm. When my friends or family pass away, I seem to save their bulletins, and I'll just keep them around. I don't know if they're all in one place or not,
0: but I, I seem to keep those around for a good while. I do too. Yeah, that's isn't that. And Shiloh is a just throw it away, just yep. toss it right away kind of person. And I've got uh, if I get her a Valentine's card or a birthday card, uh, she throws it away immediately. Yep. And I have every one that the girls have ever made me saved in my nightstand. I've got some of the drawings
1: when they were little. Uh, And some of the birthday cards. I don't save all the cards, but like the ones they've homemade for me, I've kept a stack of those. Right. For the, in my closet. So what about your odd collections? No odd collections you've ever had?
0: I have recently found that I'm getting obsessed with finding and it has to be, and I could be wrong. So I could be looking for the wrong one, but a 1965 quarter. Now Uh, I found
1: several. Hold on. You have to redo that in your nerd voice.
0: Uh, so what I'm I'm, I'm looking for, uh, Bradley, is a uh, uh, 1965 quarter. Now it has to be an early uh, early stamped uh, quarter because they uh, used to make those with uh, genuine silver, Hmm. and uh, people would then snip off the uh, uh, the edges and and then melt it down and keep the silver. So the government that's why there's uh, ridges on quarters now. Really? Yeah. So they, they just 65 was genuine silver. Uh, it was. I think it was before see I don't know I didn't okay. read the article I just I saw an article where a guy found a 65 quarter and it was worth eight grand really yeah well, that's impressive yeah so I was like oh eh, well, so every now and again if I have some loose dollars in my wallet I'll go down to the car wash and mm. dump them in there just in case
1: right <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got two <laughs> grand and quarters in your bedroom yeah, you got two thousand dollars and quarters <laughs> no so 65s yeah
0: no, I have several 65s, but they're they're all the wrong ones. Motherfuckers. Yeah.
1: All right. Anything else in your quarter venue or your quarter conversation? No, nope, that's it. That's nope.
0: it. Thank you. I'm going to watch Star Trek.
1: So uh, last night, you and I ended up at the casino for a minute because we had a meeting where yeah. I was attending and you were working, and then we ended up uh, going to the casino with the ladies. Right. Our wives. Uh, it's a sad place, the casino, on a Wednesday night uh, nobody was smiling to speak of in there. A lot of sad old. Nobody has a good time s- in the casino. Nobody's having a good time. I lost money. I won a little bit. And then I was like, well, if I bet more, I'll win more. You know what? I didn't.
0: I believe that's a problem gambler's
1: yeah. mentality. Yeah. So I was there chasing the winds. What, were there about half hour, 45 minutes, you and I? We
0: weren't there very long. Yeah. Just enough, long enough to move. A- get,
1: get my balls powdered.
0: <laughs> move it along. Is that what they call that when you're. You get taken at the casino. Yeah,
1: that's what my brother-in-law Jake calls it. You Got your balls powdered there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Doesn't smell like it.
1: No, it, it was not pretty. But you feel the certain people that have to be there, like I, I need to win. I need to win this hand, and like, oh, because you, you and I were there socializing and having fun. But uh, you see these people look around, like oh, I've got to bet another hand. Like this is not, this is not healthy.
0: I walked into a casino, so not last night, but the time that I've been there for three months ago, or whatever. Uh, I walked in and there was a one gal playing blackjack. It was one of those weird blackjack games where it was I don't know lucky lad or something where you put an extra bet out there, had a bonus with it. Yeah, and if you get the bonus, then then you get a, a coin, and if you have so many coins, you get so many dollars. If you have so many coins on a winning hand. Yep. So I sat down, put fifteen bucks out there, very first hand. I ended up with like six or seven coins and i won 340 bucks nice on my very first hand and the lady that was sitting there by herself looked at me and said i'm down 1400 dollars." and again it was a wednesday at seven o'clock like it's your fault like it was my fault <laughs> and i'm like listen if i didn't play that would have been the dealer's hand right but also would have been her hand if i sat on the other side of her yeah so <laughs> <laughs>
1: well yeah and so that was kind of one of the things I was going to bring up also. People that are sore when other people win. Like uh, well, like he deserves it or like uh, it should have been me that won. And that kind of goes back to that lottery thing. There's a guy that says, what the fuck's he need it for? And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm happy one. Good for him. Yeah, He'll, His life will be better for it. But uh, I always didn't get that when people are like, well, why the fuck didn't I win? I mean, I understand you're a sore loser if you if you lose a game or lose a hand or whatever it may be. But just being upset that other people are winning. I never understood that. Do you, do you ever get real sad at the casino or you're always able to keep it in your means? Like, ah, I didn't lose more than I wanted to. I mean, there's mornings like, ah, I wish I hadn't done that last night. But yeah. I've never been like, well, I can't make rent this week. So it hasn't never been that bad. Yeah,
0: no, I've never gotten gotten that bad.
1: So I talked to one guy. I'm not going to say any names, but it was John. <laughs> no, nobody knows this John, but uh, he's not been on the podcast But uh, he went to the casino and his wife went to bed when they're on a road trip. And so he went downstairs and started gambling. And then uh, he got to gambling and "Ah, bet a little more, bet a little more. So he used a debit card. Okay. Well, ran maxed out the debit card. Well, then he uh, went on the credit card and got all the cash back, get on the credit card. Lost that. Oh, no. And so the next morning, his wife's getting ready to go on vacation because they were in mid-stop on their vacation to Florida or something. They were stopping at a state of casino. Uh, They didn't have enough money to buy gas to get the car out of the casino (laughs) because he'd lost everything he had. (laughs) So they had to have somebody wire him money to get out of the casino. (laughs) That's a bad day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did he have to explain what happened?
1: Oh, yeah. He he had to. I mean, where the fuck did all the money go? they had joint accounts and stuff, but uh, oh. yeah, I don't yeah.
0: know.
1: How, I don't know how that ever turned out, but I bet it was an awkward car ride back home or wherever they were going.
0: Yeah. That brings it. Do you and Jess have separate accounts?
1: Yeah. We've got a joint account, a farm account, and then she has one on her own.
0: Yeah. I've got uh we, yeah, and I just have the joint account and then I have a secret account. Yeah. that
1: Super secret.
0: It is It's actually labeled secret account. I had a joke when we first got married that, or when we were first buying a house Yep. that, I had a secret account with five grand in it, and and she said that that would piss her off more than make her excited. Yep. So now I have a secret account that all the extra money should I earn right goes, goes into that.
1: Right, your fun money. Yeah, that's what all all our buddy Andy calls his fun money.
0: So I I just buy drywall with it. Yeah, over over buy drywall with it. I've
1: drywall got, uh, and cameras.
0: I got uh, shit twenty extra sheets of drywall. Anything well, interested.
1: So, if you look back about nine episodes ago, I'm like, (laughs) God damn, Frank, that's a big pile of drywall you got over there. Yeah, I measured it.
0: It's all, that's exactly what I need. Yeah. So, if you need me to come calculate... Hold on. ...in your grain bed.
1: I'm just wondering, did you figure the floor in?
0: Oh, maybe. Did you
1: do cubic and, like, figure the floor?
0: I may have done volume instead of square footage. That's a uh, very good possibility. So, then you also have to assume that I know how to calculate volume.
1: Well... When we get done, we'll lay all that drywall out and all the room and the floors and see if it comes out perfect. Then you did great. Then, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But just looking at your stack you have left, that might be about how much you had.
0: No. No, because that's probably, if you laid it all flat on the ground, that's probably up to your mid-calf.
1: Yeah, about the end of your wiener.
0: Yeah, it's about a pecker length worth of drywall out. Yep. And the stack that I had bought was about chest high.
1: Yeah. It was girthy. So... Yeah, but anyway, yeah, you've got plenty of drywall. If anybody needs a sweet deal on some drywall. Yeah,
0: let me know. Hit me up.
1: But they have to pick it up in the basement?
0: Yeah, and I'm not helping carry it out.
1: Nope. Nope. Uh, What's next on your list? So. That's uh, all I had for sad casinos.
0: (laughs) Just sad casinos? Yeah, sad Uh, casinos. I do want to bring up uh, that this episode, and again, trust my math on this, Brad, is our 69th episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Which explains why we're sitting like this. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish I had a shower before I came down. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So happy 69th episode.
1: It's been a good run.
0: So are you happy with the, because the, this was your idea.
1: Yeah, but I just show up and drink beer. You do all the work. So I'm tickled pink.
0: Yeah. I enjoy the work.
1: No, I think we have fun with it. Cheers.
0: Cheers. The Rockies, the Rockies, the Rockies. Neither one of us are drinking a Coors Light. No. You should switch since Bushlight wouldn't sponsor the.
1: Yeah, I'm still a little bitter about that because who were we talking to yesterday about the, the Bushlight was sponsoring them and we couldn't get a nod?
0: Yeah, some other podcast.
1: No, somebody last night said Bushlight was sponsoring them at the know. at the meeting.
0: Yeah. And but... I do want to bring up the fact that uh, Brad is a fun guy, but when he's dialed in on work, you're a different person. You're well, a serious Brad.
1: Oh, when I wasn't working, when was I working? Not oh. on my watch.
0: Last night, I mean, talking with people about farm stuff, you were oh, dialed in, and then you yeah. turned it off. And am and not saying that farming Brad is not a fun Brad, but well, business is business, and you separate the two very well. Reason being, because
1: my bankers were there, and I owe them a lot of money, <laughs> and I want them to think I have the capacity to pay it back. And so if I'm drunk and dancing on the table naked, they're like, I don't think I'm going to give him all this money.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. But there's other banks.
1: Yeah, it was a bank fund or a bank meeting. Uh, Yeah, appreciation, Ag Summit, they called it. But uh, it was a hell of a show. Kudos to those guys if they're listening, Rob and Kevin Lionel. Uh, So we can run right into this one. Okay. Do you ever feel guilty of free swag if somebody's got a table out and they got koozies, hats, shoes, kittens, hats? I already went over hats. Because yesterday at the trade show, everybody had you know whether it be free candy or a koozie or hats, and old farmers are notorious for taking shit. You got I mean, the farmers too. Are they really okay? Yeah. But I mean, whether it be a free meal or free beer, I mean they'll come fill their pockets up with beers, hats, koozies, whatever it yeah. is.
0: There's a there's a reason that all the the booths have bags because farmers yeah. will fill the shit out of those. Yep. And to be fair, it's not just farmers. It's any there's oh, there's a lot of people like. Free stuff. Working in radio all those years, people will show up and just for something, just for something to do. And normally they just give that stuff away. But I worked at a radio station where we sold the T-shirts. Yep. So you couldn't just have them. You had to you had to buy a T-shirt. And people were constantly walking up and oh thanks and try to grab it and walk away, and you had to tackle them and right and say no those those are those are for sale. Those aren't for free. Well, that
1: one dude we were just putting shit away last night. I was helping, you. and he come in here. He's like, I'm still a government still hat and like,
0: all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I was setting up. It wasn't even time for the show yesterday. And I was setting up the booth, and this guy come walking in and was... Like, I stole a hat, too,
1: so I don't feel bad. Yeah. But I also own that product, so I don't feel bad about that one.
0: Right. And you... I had actually had that hat for you upstairs. I grabbed you one earlier. Oh, thank you. So I had to move something out. And what I had to move out of the, the storage was a, a box of hats. And I didn't even hit the ground. And that young kid just, oh, Thanks. Grabbed a hat, put it in his bag, and walked out of the booth. Yeah. It's like, wait, I want to talk to you about that hat you just got.
1: Make Jesus Christ your savior. Here's <laughs> <laughs> extended Car Warranty. Thank
0: you. Thanks for coming. So yeah, and it's not just farmers that like free shit. But I farmers get a bad rap on that though. Because well, it's always uh, well, yeah, I'll buy that six hundred thousand dollar combine, but I'm gonna need a stocking cap. Yeah. Oh, it's just sweeten the deal a little bit.
1: It does make you feel a little bit better. I mean, it makes them think they appreciate a little bit. Cause I remember I was trying to get some swag out of a guy. It was like a $200 cooler from our buddy, Jake. Mm-hmm. And he, and he's a salesman deals a lot of equipment to a lot of people and does a great job at it. He's an awesome salesman. And he says, he's, well, if I give one to you, I got to give one to everybody. I said, fucking perfect i don't give a shit <laughs> that doesn't bother me a bit <laughs> well it's gonna cost me a bunch of money so i know it <laughs> did you get a cooler oh yeah All right. <laughs> but nobody else did that i know of but they might have got a trip to germany or something so i don't know <laughs> yeah, you got on yeah but <laughs> i told good. him i said you know whenever you come by there'll be ice cold beer in there and he said yeah you know so you might <laughs> stop good. by once in a while and get a beer out of it but, yeah but yeah, we did get a sweet cooler, but that's been shit back in 14 now. So I got some good out of that one.
0: So how many hats do you own?
1: Well, I've actually started throwing them out. You know, I have trying to wash them and, you know, they get pretty nasty if you're sweating and the grease and corn dust and everything. Um, I probably only have about 20 in the rotation right now. You know, because you got going out hats, work hats, and then there's some that I can go out and if I get dirty, so be it. There's like a okay. in-between hat that you're not mad if it gets dirty. Like, if you're going riding or something, you like, want to look decent.
0: Like a fucking bucket. What? I don't know. I just thought I'd say... I just wanted to rhyme.
1: Well, yeah, if it if it gets dirty, like, ah, oh, fuck it. But there's good hats. Like, this is my night. This is my going out hat. You don't yeah. want to get it dirty. But you got your, your dirty work hats are covered in grease and dust and everything. So, yeah, there's, there's about 20 in rotation. Like, this is one of my going out hats, but though no, they last a couple months going out, and then they get transitioned to work. And,
0: yeah. So, what qualifies a hat as a as a good going out hat.
1: Well, it's got to have good lines. Yeah. Got to have good lines. And, you know, trucker hats are a big thing now. A lot of people like the big, tall, high profile. This one's a little bit more laid back.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and so I, I do have some that are extremely tall that, like, back in the 80s, they have a big point on them that are vintage 93 hats. And so I... Uh, like the, the
0: band across
1: the... Oh, yeah. The little, uh, like a shoelace across there. Yeah. yeah, I've got a couple of those. Um, but yeah, yeah, gotta have good sharp lines. And I don't like matted down, like I call them golf hats that are soft in there because they seem like more golfers wear those. I like trucker hats more. So, yeah, that's that's kind of my choice. How about yourself? What what classifies your going out hat or a, or a fuck around hat?
0: Or your uh, fucking bucket hat. If it's new, uh then it's a going out hat. But I don't have any specific. I got a I got some hats that are broke in. Yep, that are just very very comfortable. Right. Uh, you gave me a hat for. My wedding and I still wear that golfing. And it's so sun bleached you can't even tell that it was black oh. at one point.
1: Is it one like this?
0: Uh no. It I, was a. You have a grey one, don't you? It was a Callaway golf hat. Hmm. And maybe you got it playing in a tournament or something and you're like, I don't like golf hats. I
1: promise I never won a hat. <laughs> I've never won anything golfing.
0: Not even for highest score?
1: No. 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 I, I don't even know if I've done a tournament other than that suey hole with you and Shiloh and Jess. Oh. Because the, the only tournament up there at Oak... Well, I take that back. We did the Ol- Olmsted Invitational last year. Yeah? Yeah.
0: But we didn't have prizes for that.
1: Yeah, it was kind of a shit deal. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's
0: not making the invite list. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, the after party was phenomenal, though. That
0: was a lot of fun, yeah.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Tracy. Then Eric showed up and we all had to leave. Yep. Okay. After part of your house, Eric, we'll be gone by the time you get there. Yep. Uh, anything else on hats? Nothing on hats. What do you got?
0: So I wanted to ask, uh, it's I, I found a list of conversation starters, mm-hmm. and I wrote down a, a few of them. But if you could take a vacation and money wasn't a factor in, in what you could do or where you could go, what are you, what are you doing?
1: Well, I've got a few friends in Europe that I met when I was on that Harvest Crew we were just yeah. talking about.
0: Is it Greg from the Isle of Man?
1: Uh, Penty. Oh, Penty. Christian. Uh, but his hair's been white since he was 12. Really? But I would like to go like see Children him. the of the corn white? Uh, it's kind of salt and pepper. Okay. But it started to turn white when he was 12. What like, did he, what did he see? I don't know. Something scared to shit out of him. Right. But the Isle of Man, the pictures are really cool. That's where they filmed a lot of the movies from, uh, Braveheart hmm. was filmed there with all the rock and the big rolling prairies and stuff. But, uh, I'd like to go see some of that and some of those guys over there. I don't, I don't know what things I would, you know, ride in those. Like a rally car would be cool if money was no object. Yeah. But I'm not going to go cliff diving or anything like that. Fuck that. How about yourself?
0: Uh, I've always wanted to go to Greece. I mean, around here you look and they're like, oh, yeah, this town was founded in 1880. Yeah. You're like, well, that was a long time ago. And you go over there. These are like, AD. <laughs> yeah. These things, yeah. This Parthenon has been standing since 12 BC. Right. And uh, so, yeah, going to Greece. Uh, I did look into it, and uh, renting a catamaran or a small yacht that will sleep eight people yep, and just sailing around the Mediterranean for a week is like twelve grand.
1: Yes. Nice. It's okay. completely doable. No, if you I, have... I, don't, I don't know why I said yes. I, I didn't price check that, so I don't believe you, but that could be right.
0: Yeah. But just a f- boat around the me- Mediterranean, that would be fun.
1: It would be. I'm scared of the ocean, though, because I don't know enough about it. So, do yeah. you feel comfortable captain the vessel with your family on it?
0: No, that, that's with a crew on it. Okay, so there's a crew of four. So there's a captain and then stewards.
1: Because they make a lot of movies about rich people renting yachts and just taking off and like, oh fuck, we're sinking.
0: Yeah, no, I wouldn't know the first fucking thing. I can't, I can't paddle a canoe.
1: I got, I got one buddy I hope to get on sometime, but he wants to retire and live on a catamaran. Really? Uh, he's, he's like three years away. He found a boat in Australia. He wants to go buy it and sail it home.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's ambitious as fuck, because you got to go around the... The Horn of Africa. Yes. That's fucking insane. The Somali pirates. Well, not only that, isn't that like notorious for rough waters? I have no idea. And people getting blown all the way to fucking Antarctica?
1: Probably depends what type of, or what part of Africa it is, isn't it? Doesn't it? It's very southern. I I mean, excuse me, what part of Australia he's coming from?
0: that's true. Well, there's there's no canal through... I have no idea. I don't know anything about the geography. I have to look into the... Look at a map or two. But
1: he's been sailing, all several times. He goes around the the Gulf of Mexico, and he'll sail out, and they'll go out for like six or eight days, and they'll sail oh, around down there. Cool. He'll rent one, and then, but they'll captain it, and he goes out, and you know if there's a storm, they go out and anchor down and ride it out, and but he loves it. That's yeah. insane. But he he's planning on retiring and living on one and traveling around the Gulf or the, the world. Caribbean. Yeah,
0: that would be cool, kind of island hopping, like bar hopping, but yeah, but islands.
1: Yeah, because those those are like the Isla those little villages down there, yeah. you can, there's maps for navigators down there. You can say, oh, there's a dock here. You'll pay, you know, 100 bucks a night or whatever it is, 10 bucks a night and pay off of there. And then you take your dinghy in and go to the town and get your dinghy wet. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs>
0: Fall goes well. So, what about like space travel? Cause that's the thing now. Would I do it? Like, yeah, you just go up into a rocket and I don't think you're there for very long. They kind of just let you experience weightlessness and hold on back down.
1: I think this law what space looks like just fucking dark, just hammered dark. Well, I don't know. You got? I'm sure there's some sights. Yeah. No, I've got no desire to go to space. None at all. You? Uh,
0: yeah, no. Uh, no, s- no desire.
1: Submarine to the Titanic. No. So no, this should just implode. Like the memes that I came would out. i
0: explode uh, than implode.
1: The memes that came out around that submarine exploding. Yeah, imploding. Very sad. The people on there died. Terrible deal. We can't fix it, so I'm going to make jokes about it. <laughs> but there was one on there <laughs> that it showed a guy stuck in a pop can. And, open the door. <laughs> open the <it> door. <laughs> and, and, and it just showed a guy smashed up against the wall, and he's, open the door. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'll find myself saying that, like I'm I'm going in the house. I'm like, open the door. That's pretty good. <laughs> that makes me laugh. It's the little things that keep me going. So, but yeah, that's, yeah, stuff like that that rich people want to do. You know, that guy, what he spend? Like, it was like a quarter million dollars a person to go down there or something. And then the, like, they're dead.
0: They, the guy driving it was using a fucking PlayStation controller.
1: And it wasn't approved vessel for anything. No. He's like, yeah, I think it'll work.
0: But yeah, no, that, and then like, they say that like explosion, it's, over like that, an implosion probably the the same quickness. But I would rather go out than just. Ugh.
1: Well, didn't they say they thought it vaporized them? There was so oh, so yeah. much pressure.
0: It had to have. So yeah, Spa Yeah, no no desire to go down. I went. Have you ever been scuba diving?
1: Snorkeling, never had a tank on. I've snorkeled, but never had a tank on.
0: So I went scuba diving on my honeymoon, and Charlotte was back at the resort. So they give you like normally you got to be a certified fucking diver right to go on these things and this guy who spoke broken english in mexico half has to explain what the hell to do and then you get to this place and they just kind of kick you off the side of the boat yeah so it was a a two tank dive and the the main lessons that i caught was once you get down to a certain level you can't shoot back up because you'll get the The bends
1: yeah i've heard of it
0: which is either air bubbles in your blood or diarrhea for six days. I forget which. Was, uh, I think it'll seven. kill you.
1: I'm just yeah. plain old kill you.
0: So you get down to a certain level. You have to, your body has to regulate and then same on the backup. You get to a certain point. You have to let your body yes. regulate and go. So that's what I really understood that. And then the, if you hear a banging on a tank, look over where you hear it. Cause it's the instructor giving you. And he's like, Hey, if I see a shark, I'll put a fin on my, my head and tell you there's a shark. We weren't down there for fucking 10 minutes after regulating at some point, And then you hear ding, 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 ding. And you look over and he's doing the fucking shark thing. It's a dinner bell for the sharks. <laughs> it pretty much was. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And then, uh, so yeah, so I saw the sharks, saw a bunch of cool stuff. It was a lot of fun. Yep. But then since it was a two tank dive, you go up and you switch tanks. And then you go back down. They're like, hey, we're just going to ride the current on this one. Hmm. No mention. Did
1: you have radios, comms down there, or anything? No. Oh, so they said that when you're up above, they yeah. said, "Okay,
0: we're just going to do a drift dive." So you like just Nemo, follow the current. Yes, a lot like that, because they never said, "Don't kick your feet, just drift." So I was fucking kicking my feet, and I kick, 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 and I turn around. There isn't a fucking soul around me. Hmm. I'm out in the middle of the fucking ocean by myself.
1: That's I've never heard this story. This is amazing.
0: So I don't know what the fuck to do. Not kick. I'm just, but even not kicking, you're still fucking drifting with the current.
1: <laughs> so you can't see the boat or anything I up the shadow from it?
0: No boat, no people. Oh. And so I'm like, well, I'll just try to swim against the current until. So, and then I'm trying to also say, don't freak out because you've got limited fucking oxygen. Mm-hmm. And Lord knows if you try to pop up over the how many
1: fathoms down were you? I can't fathom. I don't. I, I can't fathom <laughs> how deep it was. <laughs> I've got no idea how many I fathoms know, are in have a meter. No
0: idea. So then, so
1: we need a seaman to call us.
0: There was, uh, there was a big old grouper straight below me, so I just looked straight down and just kicked as hard as I fucking could, and I didn't move from above that that giant. Have you ever seen a grouper? Yeah, yes. Like 200 to 600 pounds, these things are fucking massive. Yep. And I'm... Ugly. Yeah, just, yeah, real gross looking. Yep. Like uh, a Nishinabatna bluegill.
1: I've seen I've them seen museums and stuff, and yeah. I've never come face-to-face with one.
0: They're massive. So I'm just looking straight down at this fucking giant-ass fish, kicking as hard as I fucking can, trying to <sighs> just breathe normal. And finally, mm-hmm. after like 15 minutes... I, I see the shadows of a group of people float down toward me. And then they're like, hey, we're here. So if I would have kept fucking going, they would have lost me.
1: Yep. Well.
0: Charlotte would have been a widow on our honeymoon.
1: Did you ever think maybe could have gone to the surface?
0: Well, uh, my thought was if I go to the surface, I'm just going to keep floating. And then I'm, I'd like to see if a shark's coming at me.
1: Well, yeah, but, but there was, it had to be a guide on the boat. And then you could, like, say, put your arm up, like,
0: open and door. I'm over here. Uh, I'm over here. I didn't know about omen the door. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I can't say open the door in
1: Spanish. Well, there's, I can't remember. I think it's just called a drift or out to sea, one or the other. But yeah. there's a couple that is out scuba diving on a very similar thing you're saying in a right. third world country. And there's not a lot of regulation to it. And they're doing a head count. And somebody moved around the boat while they're doing the head count. And so they're supposed to they're stay in their seats. Them. Yeah, and so they did a head count, and they moved, and then they're like, oh, everybody's here. And then, so the couple was both gone, so nobody reported missing because they were both there. Yeah. And so they were out there, and I I think they ended up getting ate by sharks.
0: Oh, that's a happy ending. Yeah. Why do all your stories have happy endings like that? Well. You're stuck in a car in a fucking blizzard.
1: If they both got hit by sharks, who told the story? The shark. Right.
0: <laughs> Obviously. They just, just end with Finn. Obviously so Finn. uh yeah so then oh and then on the way back to the the dock we were all sitting in the boat and by the way uh did
1: the guy be like i told you not to paddle
0: i am 30 fucking meters under the ocean and i still got sunburned bad sunburn.
1: <laughs> yeah i bet it's probably like a magnifying glass in it. the water or
0: i just get sunburned fucking yeah. easy because i had six layers of spf 900 that Shiloh <laughs> lathered me up with right. before I got on the boat and I still got burnt to a crisp. It was crypt. actually baby oil. It may have been. Yeah. It could have been her plan the whole time.
1: I can see you saying they're all lobstered yes. in the hallway. She you signed you know up what you or... said?
0: Open a door. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why. It's just she me. Fell, she fell asleep reading a book on the uh, on the beach while I was gone.
1: Yeah. Sunburn and a ladybug?
0: No. She never got no. She doesn't get sunburned.
1: Baloney. Everybody gets sunburned.
0: Not, Shiloh get a little red on the nose and then it's... It's gone. Hmm. Because she comes from a long line of rednecks.
1: Well, this summer we're going to try to burn your wife. All right. <laughs> Not like a witch story, but I just to get a little sunburn. Her. Yeah. See if we can get a little sunburn.
0: Burner at the stake.
1: Yeah. So uh or what is that all for scuba diving? That's, the bins? That
0: was the that was the, the vacation one.
1: Okay. Anything else you want to go there?
0: Well, I'll ask another one since Go for it. You've got a whole list there. Um, let's see. So maybe down the same Timeline is uh, the vacation, but time travel is a thing, but it's a one-way ticket.
1: Oh, this is a hypothetical?
0: Yeah. Where would you uh, time travel to, but you have to live there forever?
1: Hmm. Okay. A preface statement. Okay. Preface statement. I think I would be better suited in the Old West. Oh. But knowing the amenities we have now, it would really suck to go back and not have them. <laughs> yeah. But however, back then you could just work hard and not get polio and fight off a few Indians and everything would be fine. Yeah. That's kind of the gist of how they lived. Okay. I mean, they had to work their ass off, but there was no politics and taxes and all that bullshit. Just.
0: But if you're farming, didn't they really hate farmers? In the, yeah, I think the
1: they West? did. Uh Wasn't that that Clint Eastwood one? The old sod turner. The sod busters. Yeah. They just went up and shot them. They, one of the Clint Eastwood movies, they just went up and murdering yeah. all the farmers. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So anyway, but yeah, I think it would be hard to go back in time. Uh, the future, I, I'm really afraid it's going to be so regulated. Yeah. I mean, they're going to try to regulate everything. I mean, it's already getting to be crazy about it. So I don't safety, though. I think maybe maybe just go back to, like, the the 30s and the Depression sound pretty shitty. Uh, Maybe just go back to, like... Maybe the 60s, 70s. Okay. Because I love these old historic downtowns. Like, even Oakland had a badass Main Street back yep. in the day, and they see the, the 1800 buildings down there and stuff. I, I would have loved to have seen a lot of these small towns in their prime in the early 1900s, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that would have been cool.
1: So maybe maybe I'll go to the, before the Depression, when the Depression started, like 25, 28? 29. 29. So maybe I'll go to 1920.
0: Okay. Wouldn't that be the Dust Bowl? Or was the Dust Bowl and the Depression coincide with the stock market crash?
1: Uh, yeah, I think you're right.
0: So stock market crashed in '29. I know that for sure. Okay, but I don't know when the Dust Bowl was.
1: It had to be about the same time. I would assume.
0: Right around the Horn of Africa. Yeah.
1: Yep. That's where it. Ha- that's where it started.
0: That's what a lot of people are saying. Mm-hmm. Just to mm-hmm. let
1: you know. What about you?
0: Uh, for are you in the
1: same area? You're going in the same place, but a different time, right?
0: Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, but I, I think I'm with you because if you go back to the the Wild West, that's going to be, that's hard living. Yeah. Those people, you know, you're living in a log cabin in, in a Midwest winter. Uh, right. So that's. It's-
1: You've seen the Hateful Eight. Yeah. Great show. Yes. But um, that looks pretty brutal. Yeah. Because.
0: But I'd also have a hard time not going back to the the 1950s and then investing in s- stocks or uh like hey you guys uh know what we can do with microwaves <laughs> well you
1: know? the old uh sports almanac yeah get a t- hold of I, that I totally biff it yeah oh yeah <laughs> but in the
0: good biff, <laughs> not, the,
1: not the bad third the third world universe where it ruined the whole country
0: you're right Not when he, not when he was Donald Trump is who he was. (laughs) Right, yeah, exactly who was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So I.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, take the little sports almanac back in time.
0: Yeah, and you wouldn't honestly. We wouldn't even need a sports almanac because the big ones you would know. Like, well, I'm gonna.
1: I wouldn't. I don't know shit about sports. Yeah, but some. I'm gonna bet a million bucks. Damn it! Now
0: I'm broke in the past. (laughs) Yeah, but you, some kid comes up and he's like, "Oh, you hey, heard mister. this? You heard of this boxer, Muhammad Ali, or I guess Kashi never Tariq, heard of her? Never heard of her?" <laughs> As you would say, You could go back and write Die Hard.
1: Mm, yeah,
0: It'd be a big time movie. Uh, well, the
1: the hot tub time machine when he changes Google to Lugal. <laughs> 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 Why don't you Lugal it? <laughs> yeah, we can Lugal it. Yeah. Same same premise. Yeah, and he was writing all his songs by Motley Crue and stuff, <laughs> taking all those. Yeah, yeah, time travel it, uh, and I, I never quite understood how they thought it would happen because if you're going into the future, and somebody went to the past, and then. That changed the future, well, that's still the same future, right? That'll make sense.
0: Uh, well, actually, there's a, a theory where if someone goes back in time and changes something in the past, it makes an alternate timeline. So the main timeline is actually still intact. It's just you made an alternate timeline where.
1: Is there the, people who believe in time travel?
0: Oh, I imagine somewhere there's people who believe in anything.
1: Yeah, true that.
0: But uh, for me, okay, so we'll do a side question here. Cause Shiloh and I have this conversation sometimes. Time travel's a thing, and you can go wherever and come back. You can't change anything in the in the past, and it's only for a date night.
1: So there's no monetary benefits? No,
0: you can't. Yeah, you can't. Benefit. Just
1: sexual benefits. Perhaps. Well, if it's for a date, yeah. what else are you going for? You
0: ever had sex next to a woolly mammoth?
1: On Turtle Creek. <laughs> 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 ruined it. You ruined it.
0: There I want to go and watch a little high school football. <sighs> oh, dad's making a van payment.
1: Dad's airlocking on Turtle <laughs> Creek. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> uh,
0: Why can't I have nice things? And so...